listeners, thanks for tuning in. I'm Victoria, the host of Unseen, The Traffic Truth, where you're going to hear true sex trafficking crime stories. Legit, these are stories that you probably never heard of because it's not out there to even be believed. I want to raise some awareness through Voices Unheard, get a chance for survivors to tell their story. Maybe for the first time, maybe it didn't make headlines, maybe the police, even when they made their statement, they didn't believe. But hey, let's get into it. And remember guys, listener discretion is advised. You all don't see it, but it's right under your noses. It's right in front of your eyes if you just really look. You're you're taking the voices of the unheard and you're letting them be heard in a very safe space. It's just being able to tell my story to that one person who can relate or that one person who believes me. So, podcast listeners, hopefully Patreon members, I'm about to give you an episode that is truly inspirational and definitely worth checking out. I'm already going to get emotional speaking to you all um, because I have no other than the savior from the night, Jake. Now it's COVID and everything, and I usually don't wear makeup and do all that stuff for the shelter. Um, But I had a Zoom earlier today as well. And I'm just hoping that my face isn't (laughs) covered in black from the mascara and the (laughs) eyeliner. And but you guys are going to capture the raw emotion of me seeing and talking to Jake after about 10 years with the help of social media, we've been in correspondence just like everyone else before then, but nothing in regards to this. Oh, I'm so nervous, y'all. Don't forget my Patreon is patreon.com forward slash unseen TTT podcast. For as little as $4 a month, you will help me and support the show and help me pay my editor. Well, well, first of all, I want to say I'm glad you got this platform. And I'm glad that you're um, sharing it, even at the artist's time. I'm glad that you're actually sharing it and giving people a voice to share their stories. So I'm, I'm, I'm happy that y'all even doing this and that you guys are even sharing this and giving people the platform to share their stories too. To get like basically to get it out there so people can be more aware of trafficking because it is a it's a thing like a really big thing. It is. So I'm just happy that, that y'all even got a platform and you know sharing it and giving people voices for real for real. So thank you. I'm proud of y'all for doing it. Thank you so much. So in 2020, yeah, so. um, 2020, mm-hmm. 15 years after this, and you are we're still you know friends mm-hmm. on social media. And we definitely are all living our separate lives. And what was it like to just get that awareness through, hey, I have a podcast. Jake, can you listen to it? Were you expecting to be (laughs) this story and you be involved? No. No. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. I was expecting nothing. Like, like even so, cause cause I, I, like I remember it was like it was your birthday. I seen your birthday and I said happy, happy birthday and I'm like and when I seen what you put, I'm like wait, it was stuff was coming back to me, honestly. Yeah. And I'm like and I'm like oh okay, and then when 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 you said something and I was like it messaged me and was like hey, uh, I, I would love to you be in a podcast and this is the story I never told the story and I never heard the story. Exactly. So so when you so I actually listened. Like that, whenever you did it, I listened that day. Like I listened to, to your actual podcast and I, and I heard the story um, and I like, it was just coming, like everything was just like, I was, wow, I wasn't even aware that all that happened like that. You know what I mean? So, so the whole thing is even, even like when you, when you call me, I just was like, oh, I'm gonna help a friend. I wasn't thinking, you know what I mean? Wow. I'm not thinking, 
you're going through this type of stuff at this time. You know what I mean? So, so my whole thing is um, when you called me and told me to come, of course, like I'm, I'm just happy I was available. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like you were like my angel. I mean, you know me. Like I honestly, you know, 23, 24, you know, we're in our positions like we don't really know the benefits of like whoever you believe in or whatever you believe in the power in that the power in mm -hmm. God or the universe, like calling on because I literally was in that right. bathroom on that phone, memorized your phone number, like only person that I knew. And I knew you weren't living in Philly. You were still in Norristown. So I'm like, I don't even know if he knows what place right. I'm going to say and describe. Like you just answering the phone call. And then that's what I'm responded. saying. It's like, <laughs> yeah. Cause I mean, cause the whole thing is, it's like once I actually heard your, your your story or whatever like that, I'm like, damn, like what if I wasn't around, or you know, what if I didn't answer the phone? What if my phone was dead, or <laughs> you know, stuff like I that? Know. Like, it could be, you know, what I mean, Honestly, it could have been anything. I, I just, I just really don't want to like get emotional, but like, really, if you didn't. It's like, all good. If you it's didn't cool. even answer the phone call that night, like I really don't know right. where I would be if I was right. able to be here on this platform and just mm -hmm. put the work that I put in that through all those years. Like, mm -hmm. and I remember I was like in the, in distress, like when you picked me up, and like you still hadn't even asked me any questions, and that just meant so much to me. Like it was just everything after everything. Like you picked up, you came, you didn't ask mm -hmm. me no questions. You didn't work. You didn't worry about check. You know, checking if I needed, like, if you wanted to beat up anybody. No, seriously. Like, I heard from people after the podcast, and they were just like, "Oh my god!" Like, I would have just went like a day after or two days after and try to look for these people. Like, did he know that the guy that recruited you was from Dell State? And I'm just like, I didn't tell him nothing. <laughs> nothing. Mm -mm. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, and because 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 the whole point of it was when when they pick you up and and, and I saw. Like how distressed you was and all that. I mean, at that time, I don't think it's a time for questions. Exactly. I I think the whole point was, long as you cool, and we get away from from here, it's all good. Mm -hmm. So and 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 that's how I looked at it. And honestly, I, I looked at it like, hey, if, if one day she would like want to call me and tell me what happened or like that, I'm gonna listen. Oh wow! You know what I mean? Like, so you were thinking I, that. I, I didn't want to. He bringing something up if 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 you don't want to talk about it, right? You know what I mean. So so once I heard that that you actually were going to talk about it, I'm like, oh yeah, I want to hear. Like I want to hear exactly, you know, exactly what happened. But then when but then when you said what happened, it it kind of messed me up a little bit. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay. Because of the simple fact that now now in hindsight, I wish I could have did more. Oh wow. I like. I, I kind of wish we might have should have went to the cops yeah. and told them where they were at yeah, or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, so yeah, then all this stuff went through my head now. It, it's so, you're so empowering because I heard from a lot of people and they were basically saying the same thing. Like, you know, if you would have did this, if you would have said something like maybe he would have saved some, you would have saved somebody else from him doing it again. Or like, you know, the guy mm -hmm. who saved you, he might feel really like guilty. And like the fact that like, if you did tell him everything, you know, like you just said, you would have did more. And I don't want you to feel like I mm -hmm. don't think that you did not the right thing. Everybody believes you did and you did do the right thing because you were mm -hmm. there at the right time, at the right moment the right place <laughs> and like when right. you heard the story and you said well just a few minutes ago you were basically saying i just felt like it was like yesterday and everything started coming back to you i do want to say and this is still my mm -hmm. my caring spirit i still want to say like i'm sorry for like reopening that door because it could be very triggering for you because oh. You know what I mean? Because like you have a wife and you have a daughter now, and it's just kind of like we all have to have like our guards up for people that we thought we trust. Like I was in relations with this dude at Dell State. You know what I'm saying? And just like mm. if I no, that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good thing. That's what I'm saying. Like it's it's a good thing that you actually did talk about it, even though it's a whole 14, 15 years later. 
it's it's a good thing you talked about it because now you're spreading the awareness. Yes. And like you said, I do have a daughter. So so all that does is just help. That helps me out. You know what I mean? Even though I already like I'm already looking at her a certain way. I'm already you only five, but I'm, <laughs> we, we already teaching her certain things. Yeah, you know what absolutely. I mean? Yeah. At absolutely. five years old. So that's that's a listen, even because 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 I'll be doing sometimes I, I do with my on my business on the side. I do Uber. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So even with so even with Uber, I always tell I always tell women. Look at look at my license plate. Yeah. Don't just get in people's cars. I tell women that now. Mm. They they'll just get in the car without looking at the license plate. You know what I mean? So I'm and like, that's like, dangerous in itself. And, and the same thing with like what we do. We just depend so much on our phones. And like I yeah. don't know nobody's phone numbers right now. I can only have a handful yeah. of people's phone numbers I, I know right now, literally. You know what I mean? And I remembered your yeah. number. I still remember that number. I don't even know if you still have that number because nobody has the same numbers anymore. You know what I mean? So yeah. and then the fact that like you're right, I was super aware, like getting into the taxi cab. Mm-hmm. I was like, where am I going? Like, I just want to, you know, I'm looking around, even though I know Philly, like, well, it's, you know, it's, at least from the highways, you know, I know right. the, the locations are and the landmarks and everything, but I'm like clocking the time, not only because I don't know how much this shit going to cost, but also I'm like, it's been like 15, 25 minutes, dude. Like I swore, mm-hmm. you know, you had told me that this hotel was near the airport so I could go in and go out. So that in itself helped. And then like you and everybody not relying on GPS and everything because you, we didn't use GPS back then. Like I didn't give you the location for right. you to just find it. Like I didn't pin you my damn location. How did it wasn't you no Uber it? back then either. It wasn't an Uber back then either. So how no. did you find it? I remember asking you about landmarks. Okay. I mean, and Philly ain't that big. Right. So, so at the end of the day, I'm like, all right, it's only a certain coming place she can be in. Okay. You know, it ain't it ain't that many hotels neither in one in that one little area. So I'm like, all right, it's only certain. You know what I mean? So oh. I kind of just put two. And honestly, just 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 you hear you on the phone. I'm like, yo, something sound wrong. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it was it was it was nothing for me to go. You know what I mean? I got down there probably like in ten minutes. You did. I'm telling I mean, you, yeah. I prayed. I was in that bathroom. I prayed on it. I remember putting my bag down and I said, all I got is 15 minutes. I'm going to call Jake because mm-hmm. I put the bag down and after five minutes, nobody came and looked at the bag. So I was like, okay, that means nobody's mm-hmm. blocking the hallways. So then I, when I had called you, I was like, look, I got like 10 minutes. Like, I just need you to be out there. And do you remember you yeah. had that Lexus, Doug? Like, that Lexus is always breaking well, the black down. Jo- the- the black Lexus was breaking down. You're right. <laughs> yep. So yeah. I was like praying and I was just like, oh, Lord, don't break down. Don't stall. Like, <laughs> My engine always messed up. Yes. Yo, and we was riding smooth. Like, I remember when I walked through that door, Jake, it was like you had a halo and then the heavens was shining out. It was like, Ooh, and you just was like, what could that mean? And I don't yeah. know like, what your train of thought was because I put you in jeopardy, you know. I mean, but 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 again, I wasn't at, at, at that point. I, I guess you're looking at it in in, in in that moral standpoint. You know what I mean? Like, I don't. You don't want to put somebody else in danger. I don't look at it like that. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you need help. Uh, you know that's what that's what that's what we what people should do is help people. If you need help, you need help. At the end of the day, you know what I'm and, saying. So and you know, and I talk to my nieces about it all the time, and I'm just like, listen, and my friends and my old friends that listen to the podcast, and I'm like, reevaluate the dudes that you messing with. If you yeah. can't call them right now and say nothing and just say I need help, how am I gonna come for you? And one was like, oh, right. just my dad, and I was like, that's what I'm talking about. That's a like, problem. That's the problem. That's a problem. And, yeah. and everything going but, on yeah. with social media and everything, it's just kind of like everybody hitting you up. You don't even know who's really hitting you up and what and what intentions, you know? The, 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 the sad part is nowadays is it's even easier to get caught up in that. Yes. It's even easier because you because you meet people online. Doing Uber and you meet rides. people or Uber rides, it's so easier to get caught up in, in that right now. So trust me, me, me having a daughter. It, it make it, and I already was like that before I had a daughter. So now that I got a daughter, it's like ten times worse. Like, like <laughs> you're still, you're my, my daughter came and stayed over. 
Yeah. Yeah. You're, Yo. you're super hyper vigilant. You're just like anything at the doors. You're like t- telling her things that you want to, you know, to, to, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about, about, you know, it's no more just stranger danger. Yeah. We don't, yeah, we don't, you know, we don't play that. Like, like my door, not even out of stale word people house except my mom's. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So yeah. we don't, we don't play that at all. So at the end of the day, I'm actually glad you, you I heard your story. Like I'm, I'm glad um, even even if I wasn't a part of it, even if it wasn't me you called, I'm still it. glad that I actually heard it. You know what I mean? Because because all it does is it, it helps people. Just because I, I don't want people walking around being scared. Like you know, life ain't ain't for us to walk around scared. But I want people to be aware, like just awareness of of, of your surroundings, awareness of what's going on. Don't be so trusting so fast. You know what I mean? Just like like you said, you just have good people around you, have people you can call, you know what I mean? Like in case something does happen, because stuff does happen, you know what I mean? Listen, and also have a weapon. Mm. Ha- have a weapon. Buy yourself a gun. Seriously. Like, like you we like women, women more than anybody need to have protection. I don't, and I'm all for that. Like, go get certified, go get licensed, go get certified, and buy yourself a weapon. Seriously. Because, like, that can save your life, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are there any, like, so, tips for other Uber drivers listening that you would pretty much also share to them? Because, you know, it's it's almost like a sense of responsibility when you have mm. a vulnerable individual coming into your car. Because I can imagine how many drunk people y'all get into y'all cars. Listen. Listen. I, I've had drunk girls... Oh by themselves. Goodness. Oh my goodness! Get get in my car, and I and, and I literally I literally had to get out the car, <gasps> walk them to they to they to they door. What? I had girls falling over, throwing up in my car. I I, I like just drunk, like out of, out of their minds. Sleep sleep in my back seat. I had to wake them up, <sighs> and, and 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 like pretty much try to get somebody to come out and get them, like just reckless. Just reckless stuff. I mean, you know what I mean? It just so happened that obviously they had me as a driver, so everything was all good. But it's like, you don't know who that driver could have been. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, why are you so right? Re- and you by yourself. Like, you're not even with friends. You by yourself. And you just getting that drunk by yourself and getting an Uber? Yep. I don't get it. It's, it's crazy. I don't get it either. And even like what I was saying, we were 23, 24 years old. I'm still not being naive because yes, I didn't tell anybody I was going to do this casting gig because it's a job. Like not everybody tells everybody when they're about to go to work or when they're about to do a job. You know what I mean? But just that sense of like, I should have been able to tell everybody like, Hey, I'm about to go catch this flight real quick. I'm about to do this casting because a lot of people had knew I was doing the casting or whatever. And then it's just kind of like, why did I just not want to do that and tell and share, tell people, you know, I know people are sharing locations and shit now, but. Cause you ain't move, but 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 you ain't move like that. You kind of did what you want to do, and you just did it. True, <laughs> true. So true. yeah, you ain't move like that. It just that wasn't who you were. You were like, you know what? If I want to go here, I'm gonna go here. I'm just gonna go. And I think that's and a lot of like. And I think that's a lot of young people, like, irregardless mm-hmm. of like serial killers, right? I don't want to get all into it, but like, just right. just the fact that like trafficking is so predominant right now, especially with within underrepresented populations like African-American girls, it's crazy because I don't know how many guys that do from Dell State recruited. So, it, I mean, girls. Who, who is who is so, that guy? So, good point. I know you're in there, like, about to, like, wreck shop because I also had been, like, telling people, they were like, what are you going to do about the guy? Like, what if, when, what, what, what happens when the guy who helped you, he, you know, he finds out who it is? What if he knew him? Stuff like that. So, on my Patreon account, I put a picture on there. So my Patreon account is only $4 a month, but it helps me pay my editor. And uh, I'll share that at okay. the end. But okay. I, I was a little nervous. I'm not going to lie, Jake. I was scared because I didn't want to expose him. And here I am still thinking about his safety. I know, I know. And then the fact that, like, I don't know if you remember Olivia. Well, well, my friend Olivia, she went to the ball. She went to that party with us because 
She freaking has a picture, Jake. She has a picture of me and him. And I, and you know, we was taking pictures back then with cameras and then printing the shit right. at like the store. Right. So she literally right. went to go get this picture developed and she still has it in her house like 15 years later. So she texted me after she heard the story and she was like, Vic, I never knew that this was happening, but I know who the fuck you're talking about. And I was just like, Do I, know the guy? I don't know if you know him. See, I'm going to give you the, I'm going to, I'm going to email you a picture of him. Okay. And you do probably know him because he was, well, I don't know. Cause he was like two classes ahead of you and he was playing basketball. Okay. Um, but I didn't put the full picture on Patreon because I was scared of like exposing him. But then as everybody's like, well, that's just going to be your way of getting justice. You know, mm-hmm. I, I think that it's just kind of too late for me to go to the police and tell them about my story. Yeah, um, limitations right. Exactly. But I can probably seek justice in the fact that like now y'all know what a freaking recruiter looks like right. and, like him from this story. And you know how empowering that would be with the other survivors or mm-hmm. any other survivor, like telling their story and somebody. Yeah. Forward. yeah that's, that's the main objective. I think is to help other people at this point. Yeah. Cause you already took the first step. Like with, with, with starting this, um calling it unseen because i think that's i think that's a brilliant um thank you title because a lot of this go unseen it's like it's it's like the dark web yes almost. and you know like, what's so sad it's like black girls mixed girls yeah. like latino girls like people of color are just so misrepresented everywhere we go but yeah. like it's probably happening so much more listen listen when i when i had um when I had wrote my book a few years ago. Oh, you wrote a book. I, you guys oh, yeah. share it. What? You gotta share it. Share it to me and I'll put it on the Patreon account. Yeah, it was about I wrote about five, six years ago. No, long longer than that. Because I I wrote it before my daughter was born. Okay. So yeah, I, I wrote it like maybe like eight years ago now. But it's about it's about um it's called a standard. Wow. It's on Amazon. Okay. And it's about um double standards between men and women. Wow. And and one of my, um, I, I, I did some deep researching on prostitution. Shut up, Jake. Yup. Shut and, up. And I did research on prostitution and come to find out prostitution is the, um, the biggest, longest, most profitable business. It's enslavement, essentially. Yeah. And it's literally like, but here's the thing, though. This is the crazy thing about prostitution. Like um, OnlyFans. Oh, God. So the listen. way that exploitation is taken out these days. Is so, funny. okay. So, so, so this is how, this how I am with it. Like, at the same time, I, I want women to be able to make money and do what they want to do with their bodies at the end of the day. It's your body. You do what you want to do. If you want to make money this way, so be it. Like I, I, I don't, I don't have a, a fight in that. You know what I mean? So there is legal sex workers, um, and they make a lot of money. Oh my! Right. God. So much. Money. And then you have, and then you have these the other side of it, to where you have the pimps, and you have the traffickers, and stuff like that. So. Both sides are making a lot of money because they know it's really profitable. You see what I'm saying? So again, I don't knock girls who are on OnlyFans and if they want to do it a safe way and make money, because OnlyFans obviously is safe because you're making money however you're making money in your own home and stuff like that through video, whatever. Then you got other girls doing it in other ways. Um, So I don't judge people on that because I understand it does make you a lot of money or whatever like that and you using whatever you got to make money is what it is. It's just the ones who 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 are doing it against their will. Right. right. That's where it's like, okay. And then they're getting kids. It's not even like adults. Exactly. They're getting like young teenage girls. Exactly. And so that's where it's like, all right, you know what I mean? Like, like what's happening? Yep. Girls going missing. It's so many girls affiliated that they go missing teenagers exactly. to the point where it's like, I don't want my daughter ever to be alone. <laughs> right, right. Exactly. It's like she can't even like walk 
to school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like without, so it's like, it's like, crazy. When do we start wearing a price over our heads or when do we start to become victims, but, you know, and, and, and having us be the product of someone else's financial gain? Like when did mm. that start? And it's disgusting because like you said, there's so many missing black girls in Philly and DC and Baltimore and mm-hmm. all of these states down South that they're not even, people don't even know they're being trafficked. They're, you know, let alone being runaways or talking about foster care kids and all this stuff. Like, no, it's your sister. It could be your sister, your cousin, your niece, your nephew, for that matter. Right. It's just like there's so much research that I'm doing right now that is enabling me to put more stories out there. Mm -hmm. Because like you said, you you diving into the prostitution, did you or or to do to write your book? Did you feel like like. Do you look back and say like, well, how did it get, how did you get into it? Because I'm just thinking of like this greater picture of like how there's so many things coming from this podcast and this Mm -hmm. episode that I didn't even know. And like, you didn't even know the extent of what happened because I never told you, but you had already wrote a book like almost eight years ago on prostitution. Yeah. Well, the book, the the, the book itself is not so much about prostitution. Mm -hmm. Like one of my chapters is about, is, is, is actually about sex between men and women. Okay. Okay. And in the double standards, in a double standards between, between the two. Okay. So that, that actually what, what, what made me dive into prostitution Uh because I was talking about, I, I, I was talking about how powerful women are. Amazing. Amazing. So, so that that's what made me even dive into the, the prostitution. Um, just talking about how 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 women literally can make can make money, um, you know, without doing like just being themselves. You know, like they literally can just walk around and just make money. Mm-hmm. And I was saying how how men more so it's more difficult for us to do that. Mm-hmm. So I'll I'll just breaking down that level and that and that made me dive into actually prostitution and the monetary gain to it. Like yeah. I've I, I've heard girls say they made fifty thousand dollars in a month on OnlyFans. Oh my God. fifty thousand dollars. So when 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 you hear girls talk about that, other young girls are gonna be like, I can do that too. Exactly. They don't see that everything that's behind it. They don't see the vulnerability, no. victimization, their experience. And like, we don't even know this girl's self-worth. Now she's at the bottom. They don't, to me, anyway, right. she could be thinking that she's just made it. Right. I mean, $50,000 a month is ridiculous for to understand Listen, you're using your body for that. Right. Right. And I, and, and it's crazy because it's like a real it's a real thing. Like like they're making so much money. And I think a lot of young girls see it and they're like, I can do the same thing. I have a nice body. I can do the same thing. And it's just like it, it just sucks because at the end of the day, the bottom line is we do anything for money. And that's the bottom that's line. It's right. like, how, how can I get a lot of money? At once? So, right. Exactly. And, 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 and that's that's it, what it boils down to. It, we do the a, most. You're right. And it's like, what are we doing to give up so much for? like our body and our self-worth just for money. And now it's becoming a popular thing just to exploit yourself. I mean, look at all of this stuff on the, on, on um, social media and like how the most people that these young kids are seeing has, have followers and get likes is the exposure yeah. of their body. Like you shouldn't have to exploit yourself or, you know, when, when did your body in that outfit become more than the designer making this awesome, you know, line of clothing for someone? Like, I just don't know when that became more important. I don't, I don't know. It's almost like, a, um, I guess it's towing the line of liberation. Mm. And, and, and that's why, and that's why I said, I don't, I don't necessarily judge women based off that because I don't. I also don't think it's fair for me to judge based off that, because I get it. Right. I get. I get that is that that is your body at the end of the day, and if you want to show it off, you can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, so so I I try not to like you know judge people based off that decision to actually show their body. Now, would I want my daughter doing that? Of course not. Okay. Yeah. Right. But yeah. But at the same time. I do get it. I I, I I I I do. I just understand the whole dynamic of it. And I understand that you can make a lot of money and be wealthy from it. So it's just it's just one of them things where it's like my whole thing is like just be safe. Right. 
that's and 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 that's and that's what I that's what I boiled down to. Because even listen to the even listen to the music, like you listen to the music. I, music. It's like everything is everything's about sex. The music, the music. Right. Everything's about sex. So it's, it's what it is. It's just, it's just the times that that we're in. That were the times that we're in. And so, speaking of your daughter mm-hmm. and the times that we are in, um, does your wife know? Does your wife know how proud of <laughs> of a husband that she has, and your daughter knowing of how proud she has as a father, who you were willing and you didn't even know, but you were willing to risk what you had on the strength that a friend needs help, and I don't ask questions, and I need to be that person to help her, and I've been an honorable guy, like, because there's not like guys that would have done that, they would have asked me a whole bunch of damn questions, even, you know, for my friends who listen to the podcast right now, they're like, I don't even know who would do that, the drop of a dime, you know what I mean, with no questions asked, and it pains me, but also, if your wife doesn't know, are you going to tell her, and are you going to tell your daughter? Well, oh, absolutely. Oh, wow. they, they, well, first of all, they 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 already know when when it comes to them. I don't, I ain't playing that type of stuff. Like like I like me me in general. I I understand the dynamic of protection. I understand the dynamic of black men protecting, especially black women. I understand that dynamic. Absolutely. So 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 that's why, like I said, I, I'm making my business. Even when when women get in my car, I don't even know them. I, I, I make I make sure they get in the house. I don't I don't drive off till so I they, they're and they're in the house. Uh, I, I make sure they okay. Like I don't I don't I don't play that. So when it comes to my wife and my and my daughter, right? It ain't even like I I can't even imagine. You know what I mean? Like I I, I can't. Even, it's it's it. I don't know. It, it's it, it's it's to the point that I just hope and pray I don't have to be in that situation where someone is even close to trying to disrespect or affect my wife or my daughter. Jesus. Right. Like, I don't want to be that, like, you know what I mean? Like, okay. what kind of conversation do you, um, what kind of conversation can you have to like your, you know, your black, your black friends, your black brothers, I mean, just anyone in general and not just that they have kids, but um, what conversation do you want them to encourage them to have with their significant people in their lives their women and how to take care of them because jake i don't think you understand not everybody is thinking like that everybody doesn't move mm-hmm. like that especially right. men in this community it's really oh, no i understand oh I, oh I understand and that's why i'm making my, my my business to be over protective okay when it comes to that you know what i mean because i mean honestly the friends the, the friends i got or or yeah are like me and that vein. Yeah, I don't I don't hang around people. I don't hang around no punks. I, don't, I ain't hanging around nobody exactly. who's going to sit there and let somebody beat on a woman. Absolutely. I don't hang around people like that. And that's so, important. That's important for other black men to see. And that's what my, my podcast is obviously driven to every listener. But I really mm-hmm. want to target this population that not only is misrepresented because of the, the girls that are being trafficked, but we have a, a responsibility mm-hmm. as men these black men, you have a responsibility to take care of our women, just like you said, you know, and like, what kind of conversation then do you want to have with your daughter so that she's open to knowing that she could tell you something like that? Because I didn't call my dad. I never called my dad and told him that I didn't even go back to Miami and tell my uncle who I was living with, who was with Miami PD. Like I was just Mm. like, what do you say? I mean, uh, well, well, Hopefully, and it's crazy because my, my wife say that she's just like she's like don't be so so strict to the point she don't want to tell you nothing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yeah, I know that's a hard balance. Like that's right. a hard thing to do because you be so over, overprotected to the point where she might be scared to tell me something. Yes. So I don't want to. So I'm still learning that. Okay. Like I, I don't want to get to that point where it's like, well, I ain't telling my daddy, you know, what I mean? because daddy gonna do this. Exactly. So I don't. And but, as, a 20, as a 23 year old, that's how I felt still 23, 24 mm. years old, you know, because that's that shame and that guilt. And that's I guess it's that it's it's what I'm saying as your responsibility of being just a listener. And, you know, a lot of mm. people think that we are already judged essentially because, look, mm. we're coming on social media for everything. We're, we're driving likes, we're driving followers and we're just every day we're moved by like 
the acceptance or the judgment of others. We don't That's believe, the problem. you know, we don't believe that everybody's judging us, but we take it so far into our own family and friends. And mm-hmm. my friends are telling me like, why didn't you ever tell me? Why didn't you say anything? And we didn't want that burden either. So maybe even letting her know that it's never a burden that, oh, she, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Cause we don't see that. Oh, listen, I wrote a, I wrote a letter. I wrote a, I wrote a letter in my book. I wrote a letter to, to my unborn daughter. Before I had my daughter, wow. I wrote a letter to her. Wow. So 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 I wrote a whole I wrote a whole letter to her telling her how powerful she was. Um telling her that 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 she has um control and and wow. and and that it's so much patriarchy out here. And wow. I, I wrote her so much stuff in my letter to the point where she she's gonna be able to read it soon because she's gonna she's starting to be able to read now. Oh. So she's gonna be able to read it. Amazing. She's gonna be able to read it soon. But I but I wrote her I, I wrote her letter two years, two, three years before I had her before we had her. So I I already was on that. I knew I was going to have a daughter. So I already was kind of. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, 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 first of all, amazing because, you know, you are the type of uh, individual that should be out here raising kids. And I know that's like, mm, I appreciate that. Funny to say to people, but you really do. I mean, you are a proud black father, to your child, and you like wrote her oh, yeah. a letter before she was born. You just knew you was gonna have yeah. a daggone daughter. Okay. Yeah. So she got a whole letter. So going before I, you know, I wanted to ask you um, mm-hmm. about your book and like anything that we can do to support you because it just sounds like from the very beginning you were meant to be in this position of leading mm-hmm. these type of very very sensitive conversations just about protection, about black men taking care of black women, about, you know, you being a a proud black father to a daughter, you know, being a daddy's Mm -hmm. girl, you know, having daddy's girls, you know what I mean? And the right frame of language, like these pimps Mm. that call their, you know, they, they, you know, they got these, these um, victims and these survivors calling them daddy. Like it's just something that you know, and you're taking it to a better perspective, you know? Yeah, it's, it's 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 definitely some like it's definitely daddy issue. Like like for instance, like my wife, she has a proud father, and she has brothers. So my wife always been protected. Amazing. Like she's always been protected, and to the point where she's like, she told me because she told me she's like, I don't even like I don't like going to certain places without you. Wow. She like because it seemed like everybody always try to they, like people try her when it's just her and my daughter. It's like ain't no man around. Oh my gosh. So that's when she like, that's when somebody would try her with something or say something out of pocket. But soon when I'm there, <laughs> it never happens. Wow. And it, 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 it never happens. Like, don't nobody say nothing disrespectful. Don't nobody do nothing disrespectful. So she's like, I feel, and she always been protected her whole life. Like, so she has a sense of, yes. like she's just been blessed with yes. men always Absolutely. in that position to protect her. So I'm glad she's, I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad she always been in that predicament because now she can pass that on to my daughter. Like, look, I've always been protected and you should be protected all the way, always too. And don't ever feel like you're not. So she's able to, don't ever feel like you're not protected. You see what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, she she can pass that because she always been protected. Always. Right. And you've been, been, and it sounds like, as I can remember, you've always been that person, though, that you have that energy and you have mm-hmm. that spirit that is like, I will not let anything happen to you. I mean, even when we were together, I'm right. saying that even as a friend, when we weren't together, I knew there was a reason mm-hmm. why I remembered your number. And I knew that when you, you know, when that was in my mind to just go ahead and just do it. And there were so many people, so many coverage, yeah. you know, just spirits covering us that were like, yes, we got you. Y'all do this. Get her out of there. And you do right by this mm-hmm. opportunity, Victoria. But not only that, you're naturally going to do right by it, too. I mean, look how much movement you've had in being and having this power and and of protection, yeah. really. Wow. So you've been yeah. out here saying, I mean, no. <laughs> listen. <laughs> But I mean, honestly, I think I think that's that's part of the reason why. Um, well, that's well, 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 for us, for us men, I think that's part of it. I think we're part to protect. I think that's part of our our journey. I look at it like that. I look at it like, hey, most of us, I think, are made to protect. You know what I mean? I just that's and that's just how I feel. 
Like, I, I, I think we are made to protect. I think a lot of times that's why I'm biologically made up the way I am. I think I'm made to protect. And that's like my duty. And I love to do it anyway. Like, I'm cool with that. I'm okay with that. So it's fine. That's a strong force. Well, do you have any questions about that night? Is there anything that you could tell people that are listening to the first time and they're just like, well, well, did you see anybody? Did you hear anything? Like, you know, do you remember anything that I didn't mention in the podcast? The, the, the crazy thing is, from my position, it was literally phone call. Wow. Get in the car. Wow. Pick you up. I seen you like running. Oh, my God. Pick you up. Oh my god! You know what I mean, and like, and and and, and actually get away. So I don't really have, okay. I don't really have details. I don't have any of that because okay. it was like from point A to point B to point C. It just happened like that so fast. You know what I mean? And it was, it, 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 but the thing is though, it was that simple. It ain't, it, it ain't had to be nothing deep. I don't, I, I didn't need to know too much. You know what I mean? It was like a friendly help, go help, and do what you can do. And that's it. Like it wasn't. So I don't. I don't have. If if anything, it's like I don't know. I, 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 I kind of heard the. That's right. That's what I'm yeah. saying. You didn't have that sense of fear. Oh, I didn't have no fear. Wow. No, not no fear at all. Wow. Yeah. No. I I, I would do it again a hundred million times. I told you. Like I wish. I wish I knew more mm-hmm. at that time because, like, obviously you wasn't in no state. To to like you just was going to get away, which I understand even to this time that makes sense to me. You want to get far as way as possible, so that it makes a lot of sense to me. Mm-hmm. I just I, I wish at the time I I knew more, just me knowing more, so then I could do more. It, it's it's not it's at that point it ain't even about no, you because I knew that you was the victim in it. Wow. So I'm not I'm not even counting on a victim to really help me. I just wish that I could have helped. The other victims, right. myself. Look at you know you. what I mean. So that's how that's how I'm looking at it. I'm not looking at it. I'm not, I'm not looking at it like, oh well, I wish she would have told me more. No, like yeah. I just wish for some way I would have known more wow. at the time. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And then wow. we could have tried to we could have tried to help more of those more of those girls in there. Right, you're right. And it's so crazy because I had to put my energy now into understanding everything that happened to me, and now knowing. Right. Some of those things, if we would have tried to help those girls try to get out, we would have probably been, you know, risking our safety because it's really hard to get out of life. It's really hard to yeah. leave their pimps and their traffickers. And like, yeah. you know, and it was just meant like you had no fear. It was meant that your ability to just follow my lead and not try to be like the, uh, oh, no, girl, I'm about to go over there and see who it is. Like, let's just go get the license plate. Mm. And like, I have, you know. Knowing me, like I, I was not that person that you probably remember. And I was like, no, I'm about to get these mom. You know, I'm about to, you know, do what I got to right. do. Like I literally like froze, and I was not the the normal Victoria at that time that I can say. No, but, yeah, no, no, that's no, that's but that's true. But but I seen that though. It's crazy. I seen it, and I and my whole thing was like, yo, let me just get her out of here. Like at the end of the day, it's like some like like sometimes you know. Like in when in, in loving yourself, you gotta do what's best for yourself at that time. Yeah. And what was best for you at that time was to get out of there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, absolutely. It's, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like, yo, it's traumatic. I've been here for hours. I don't know what's going on. I'm scared to death. I gotta go. So I, I I get it. I'm I'm just like I said. I'm just happy at this point. I don't care if it was 20 years from now. I'm just happy at this point that that. You, you know, you have you have that energy and you have the ability now to help other people. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And like that's I think that's what's most important at this point. What happened happened. You 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 got away. You were supposed to get away. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's why you're here at this point. And now and now to, you know, push things forward, to pay it forward. You can actually help other girls and, and, and give them a voice and just shed more light on trafficking. Everybody know what's going on. Like. Like we like we live we live in a in a capitalist country, so I, it's not even a country, but we we, we live in, we live in a capitalism. So at the end of the day, it's all about the dollar, and we know that. So things like this would never really be, you know, in a spotlight because there's too much money involved. It boils down to the money. 
all those movies taken and all that stuff. Yeah, they're movies, but that's real. Like even when they were saying in the movies, like, no, that's real because they care about the money. They're not worrying about the actual person, what's going on. We care about money and that's the bottom line. And it just so happened that this business is profitable and it's, it's the most profitable. So we don't care about who we take, when we take them. All we know is somebody's willing to pay for them. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Mm. And once people get that concept, like, look, we, we're humans with energy and we got empathy. We got to understand that most people don't. Most people can't empathize. You see what I'm saying? So I think as long as we get that awareness out there and, and other people understand what's going on, like, listen, you got to think of it. You got to think of it in a business aspect. We think of it in a, in a, in a empathy, in an empathy aspect. Like that's so wrong. And of course it's wrong. We know it's wrong. They don't care that it's wrong. America don't care that it's wrong. They just care about money. So I think we have to understand what you're fighting first. You're fighting, when you're talking about trafficking, you're more so fighting against money. Yeah. You're fighting against business. You got to think in that aspect. Like, this a business that we can't, and all they care about is the money aspect of that business. Yep. So, wow! Thank you, thank you, Jake. I want to yes, no I want to close out before I freaking get emotional again, um, because it is really amazing to see you, the power that you have in your voice, and I do want to share more survivor stories. So you definitely spread the word. But I want to leave with you closing out with your any of your business opportunities. I don't think you can like specifically say your Uber kind of opportunities. I don't know if you can, but definitely your book. Say here, I'm going to post it on the uh, Patreon and I'm going to put it on the description if you don't mind. So that's where it's going to be on iTunes and Spotify and um, YouTube, I believe. Um, but tell us about your book, where we can find it, where we can buy it. To be honest with you, Victoria, that book was on my heart since we probably was like leaving college. Wow. And I didn't, I didn't even write that book for profit. I wrote that book literally for like awareness. Wow. So, um, if you, if now, if you want to read the book, you Amazon, it's called the standard by Jerry Jake Williams. Um, and it's again, it's still available on Amazon, stuff like that. So you can get it there. I have, I do have my own business though. I have a, um, a pickup and drop off laundry company. Yes. That, yes. that, that me and my wife has. Yes. So I have that, like I said, the, the Uber stuff just on the side, I actually get more clients by from doing Uber. Wow. So I, I get a lot of clients from my pick up and drop off laundry business. So yeah, I'm like a full fledged entrepreneur. You know That's what I mean? Amazing. So I remember seeing that article yeah. about that principal in New Jersey who he was washing his students' clothes for like their uniforms and stuff, and then he eventually just yeah. Like, put that washing machine at the school. I was like, that's so freaking genius. And then when I had sent it to you, you was like, yep, we already got our business up and running. I was like, wow. Right. You don't think about that kind of stuff that, you know, yeah. are very important we in actually, kids' lives. Yeah, we actually go to, um, like, I did, like, I just did, like, a 90-something-year-old woman's clothes because she can't really walk that well. So we, wow. we do, like, so, you know, it's, it's, it's good because I actually go to the people's houses and businesses we pick up their clothes, we wash them, dry them, fold them, and drop them back off to them. So they don't got to oh. leave. Yeah. And so they don't got to move. During COVID, them. when all these people got to stay at home, they can't go anywhere. Right. Oh, wow. So, right. yeah. Where's your where's your um, your business? Can I, can you t- email me your, like, business contact information? Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, absolutely. That would be awesome. And, and, um, and we're based in Philly, and we do, the, uh, we do the surrounding areas, you know. So we do Jersey. We do Delaware, too. So, but, yeah, it's, 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 pretty, it's pretty good. Okay. Yes, good. Well, again, I thank you. I know there's probably going to be a lot of still some questions for you because a lot Ooh. of people are still asking me questions. Listen, let um, me know. Okay, I will. I will. Let me know. To... You know, I don't. I have no. I have no problem. You know, I, let me know. Okay. I feel like this is going to take off. So, like you know, if like Dr. Phil or Oprah call us, you know, just be willing to go on as a guest. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I'm, I'm cool with that too. They need to see the angel who came there that night. They do, you know. Listen, I'm, listen, I'm, I'm cool with that too. And I, I just think, um, long as more men um, step up like that, 
I, I, I think I think we'll be all right because at the end of the day, it's, it's, it's all about community, man. And I think as long as we got each other back and watch each other backs, none of this stuff should happen. Right. None of this stuff should happen. It, 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 and one other thing for the listeners, which I did also, which I did also see when I did my research, it does happen to girls who usually don't have nobody. Yep. Like it happens to them a lot. Yes. who don't have nobody, who don't have a lot of family, who don't have a lot of friends. It happens to go like that. So there is good to have friends. Like I don't, I don't, I don't want people to think that it's, it's good to have friends. It's good to have good people around you. It's good to have people that, that you can actually call. And like you say, give them your, you know, your location and stuff like that. That's a good thing. It's good to have friends. You know what I'm saying? And people that you actually can trust around you. So I don't want people thinking like, I ain't got no friends. That ain't nothing to brag about. Yeah. It's actually good to have friends and have good friends around you. So Amen. I want to leave that too. Amen. Okay. Well, I hope y'all listeners, when y'all use Uber, y'all find somebody like Jerry Jake Williams to hitch a ride with because you do need to be safe. <laughs> Everybody be safe out there, not just for COVID, but this, like he said, this multi-million dollar industry of exploiting people. So everybody just mm-hmm. stay safe. I love you, Jake. I still, I pray for you and your family and I thank you again. All love. Thank you. I want to thank you guys for listening today and leave you with some words of encouragement. Every time you tell your story, it sets you free. You will feel heard, empowered, and seen. That makes all the difference. But as always, thank you for listening. And if you want to get help or report a tip of trafficking to help someone else, or you need to find service referrals as you are a survivor, you can contact the U.S. National Human Trafficking Hotline by calling 1-888-373-7888 or by texting BEFREE. That's B-E-F-R-E-E or 233-733, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. You can also visit Polaris Project at polarisproject.org to learn more about human trafficking. Hey guys, it's V, the host of Unseen Triple T Podcast. I have something exciting for y'all on the Patreon. I know y'all heard it before, but I just really want you to check this out. It's a bonus episode featuring my college friend who found, through listening to this story, a picture that we have posted on Patreon, but also y'all get to hear from her. She wants to tell y'all a little bit about how it felt to hear this horrific story, know the recruiter, and not have known for 15 years of this story. So I'll be bringing her on for a special episode on Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash unseen triple T podcast.